Spell Lore is brought to you by listeners like yourself. If you want to check out more stuff or give us a support, go to www.pat. I'll start over. (laughs) It sounds like a fucking Alta Vista ad. Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed. Their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half-elf, he shifts his shape and wields a spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spout Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. And joining me, as always, playing Tacoma Dome the Barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hey, everybody. Why are you blasting a flashlight <laughs> in your like open eyeballs? lumens. Because I want to wake myself up, oh. and light is good at that. You're gonna, <laughs> oh my god, I can, my eyes hurt watching you do that. That's bad. <laughs> playing Ving the Half-Elf Druid, Paul Oppers. Give me that thing. No. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> playing Fat Billy the Half-Link Thief, Jessica Ty. Hello. Should we just turn on a normal light? No, Abdul wants to destroy his retinas. Abdul, what if we put, what if we came oh. to a compromise and we just put the <laughs> flashlight in the middle of the this table? Well, I like right kids who don't smoke weed do. So awake. Guys, I feel so awake right now. You do actually look quite awake. <laughs> how, is it? how is it? What do you got? You just <laughs> can't the, see anything. You just oh, can't of course you can't see anything. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. How are you going to know when you roll snake eyes again? I'll feel it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he rolls. His snake eyes. He will understand that when he picks up dice, it is going to be two ones when he rolls them. This season <laughs> is the snake eyes season for it me, really for is. sure. It 100% is. When last we left our heroes, they received a gift from the Thunderbird Cloud Piercer in the form of their long lost fanny pack. Yeah! Thank you. The fanny pack. It's back. They flipped it open, hopped inside, and found their living arrangement almost exactly as they left it, with a few small changes. The plaque underneath the portrait of Morris Wadge, which originally read Master of Arcane Architecture, now reads A Man Ahead of His Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of Ving's jars was moved a couple centimeters to the right. <laughs> Touch my fucking jars. And Billy's scrap heap of a bed drawer. No Untouched. Way, no way to tell if it was changed at all <laughs> because it looks like a raccoon lives there already. The gourd is rotten too. Yes, yeah. the gourd rotted. Yeah, the fuck the gourd. Porn gourd. Yeah, <laughs> the which porn definitely, because a lot of other stuff like the ice in the ice chest didn't melt. A lot of the foods are exactly the way they were. Yeah. So something that Tuck did to the butternut squash <laughs> must be what caused it to rot in the first place. I mean, all I did was make a wish on it. I didn't do anything else. I just Ma- made a wish on make it. Make a wish on it? Yeah. Do you guys not do that? That's not what I call it, but <laughs> uh, they hung out in the fanny pack and Ving began making a paella in honor of their uh, 
somewhere in the world friend mirrors. I attempted. Attempted to make a paella. Yeah. It took about 10 hours and it turned out okay. <laughs> he forced us to stay awake until 2 a.m. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Perel and Maggie arrived. Perel extremely hungover from his magical libation uh, meditation session mm-hmm. and slept on the couch, passed out. That's what my dad used to call it. <laughs> <laughs> magical meditation libation session. <laughs> yeah. Billy and the gang investigated the danger room flap uh, Mm -hmm. after Maggie questioned what it might be. Really doing everything they could to just poke and prod this hole in the tent (laughs) without exposing themselves to danger somehow. Tuck moved the visible wall of nothingness. Yeah, Billy tried to tie a crystal to a string to throw it under the flap and see if it did anything, but it just came up against a space that did not exist until Tuck took his axe, shoved with all his might, and made the crystal disappear. <laughs> Possibly outside this plane of existence. I'm so strong, I popped something <laughs> out of our universe. Yeah. I gave the universe a little hemorrhoid. That's yeah. <laughs> how strong I am. Little, little, little bit of prolapsed reality. Yeah, that's how much of a fucking piece of shit I am. <laughs> uh, when you did that, forcing the crystal through, Perel got so mad that he had to study. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so he grabbed some books and he did a bunch of studying as the paella was made. Mm-hmm. Billy and Ving went out on the cliff while Ving communed with the spirits, attempting to get some sort of information from the waning knife, finding that the knife seems to have the potential to act as a sort of compass, directing him theoretically towards pieces of the moon, Ooh. which, according to Cloud Piercer and Tuck's bardic knowledge might be key to the thunderbirds ending the reign of terror that the storm is waging on the planet yeah everybody went to sleep tuck had a dream about allison but woke up in the uh nest and arms of a thunderbird named gail (laughs) who just had a nice conversation with tuck about how much she enjoyed sleeping in the same nest as him before taking off yeah uh, and you went and talked to Perel, who explained that he believes Morris might be somewhere in the tent. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, Perel is probably excited, even if he doesn't want to admit it, by the idea that Morris might be in the yeah. tent. Yeah. But what is <clears throat> more likely is that the hotspot that he used to leave the material plane is contained within the tent somewhere. Or yeah. within one of its uh, realms. Many folded rooms. Up rooms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was the thought that the portrait of Morris was either Morris himself or contained Morris in some way. Thought is a very strong term <laughs> to the, use. For strongly assumed. And the, the party decided to actively fight each other to try and get to the portrait. <laughs> this is after we fought each other to get to the yeah. to the flap. Yeah. Uh, and it ended with Ving pitching Billy at the portrait like a cantaloupe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, knocking the portrait from the wall of the tent, revealing a safe. Oh, yeah. A very elaborate make that Billy then used his uh, thiefy skills to very elaborately undo, realizing that he had two choices to make, one of which would trap you in the tent, but one of, you, one of which would release a danger of some kind. Mm-hmm. He went with his instinct and... The entrance remains open, and the flap to the danger room rose, mm. revealing a darkened entryway and a growl. And that is where we find ourselves now. What do you do? Can I speak to the growl? Sure. 
Oh, gross. Sorry about that wet part. <laughs> Let me do that again. No, Vink says that yeah. to the Vink. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Ugh. You hear, um, like, and then what looks to be a rectangle made out of various materials with like a ton of little metal legs on Ew, either side. Gross. Starts, like a big spider? Starts to, yeah. Uh, not, uh, not so much, but oh, kind of. Oh, it's like of. That, that footstool dog from Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Kind of, yeah. It looks like an ottoman made out of like metal and wood and then with like a bunch of like brass pointy legs, like a t- like so many legs. Uh, like a millipede. And it's like crawling out of the door. Oh my gosh. It's a void creature. Is there a way to tell if it's dangerous? 2d6 plus wisdom. 6 minus 1 is 5. Wow. So Tuck, I guess Tuck is probably the one that's looking right at it, standing <gasps> yeah. in front of it. And it stops, and it, you hear like a bunch of grinding and whirring like inside it. And Tuck goes, uh... And as you do that, <laughs> <laughs> it, a bunch of compartments on it open up, <gasps> and then it expands <gasps> and oh, gets cool. really long. Like it just, it, it's like the back half doesn't move, gotcha. but the front shoots out like a millipede. Oh, and it, and it like dark- a duck's penis? <laughs> sure. Oh, and, God. It, and all of its legs expand like along its length and it charges right at Tuck and kind of grips onto you and starts wrapping around you. Oh, oh shit. God. I take the axe and I try and slice through it as it wraps roll around a, me. Roll a defy danger dexterity to move your arm before it traps it. All right, bone dice, do not fail me. So that's a uh, four. <laughs> okay. Roll a D12. This is in fucking insane. So they... Yeah, it's a six. So six damage as this thing's metal legs Good like God. grip into your flesh. Ow. And it just, it wraps around you, but now your arms are like locked by your side. You're constricted by I want to stick thing. the spear on the ground like just by its head as it's trying to go up him, you know, and then reef back and grab its head. Smart. Yeah, head of it. You, you can try and work it in there. It is already wrapped around him. Yeah, okay. But you can try and definitely pry it off him. I'm going to try spear. and peel the, this thing off, tuck like an orange. Yeah, so uh, 2d6 plus strength. Oh, wow. Are you kidding me? This is fucking bullshit. I got 13. (laughs) (laughs) Sucks. Don't worry, Tuck. I'll help you. (laughs) Tuck is yelling about how angry he is. Yeah. So you jam it in there and then... (laughs) No! No! He's charging it with the flashlight again. (laughs) He's stabbing it into his own eyeballs. (laughs) It's terrible. So it wraps around Tuck. Ving moves forward with the spear. You like jam it in between Tuck and its body as Maggie is like leaping across the room to try and help you. Yeah. Perel is trying to get away from it. Uh-huh. <laughs> of course. Because uh, he has no weapons. He is not, you know. And he's also probably seen this thing before. He's probably seen sketches of it. And yeah. And was like, <laughs> no way. Uh, so yeah, Ving, you like peel away its, uh, yeah, like, its like head section. Leaning back with it. It's still got Tuck around the legs, but it's like your axe arm has been freed. So Tuck's arm is free, Billy, uh-huh. and this thing, which you see, like, as a thief, your natural inclination is like, look at all the mechanical bits. Well, that's what I was actually just sitting yeah. here thinking. I kind of want to use tricks of the trade mm-hmm. with my hairpin to try to, like, take apart some of the gears. Oh, Like, that's if I really can find cool. a good spot. It is definitely occupied with Maggie, Tuck, and Ving right now, yeah. so this is a perfect opportunity. I'm going yeah. to do it. Give me a Defy Danger Dexterity first, just to make sure you can get up on it. 10. Perfect. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Then give me tricks of the trade. 
10 again. <laughs> Beautiful. Are you fucking <laughs> serious? <laughs> this is so bullshit. Okay, so what are you trying to do? You're trying to like remove a segment of it, basically? Exactly. So where it sort of sprang apart, yeah. I'm trying to take that part off near the front. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. It's a long thing, but I'd say like the back sixth, basically, okay. you're able, you get in there and you start messing with the gears, just like jamming stuff into little sprockets that look like locks, yeah. kind of. <laughs> and uh, a section probably about three feet long, uh-huh. you like jam one more stick in there and it clicks and then falls away. Oh, and a gear falls off and I kick it across the room. Yeah. You kick the gear across the room and a couple seconds after it hits the ground, the legs start. It's Ew. like laying on its back, but the legs start kicking. Disgusting. Uh, Gross. Tuck, so you're trying to hack at this yeah, thing? Yeah, I'm just going to slice it in half. Uh-huh. This fucking sucks. Okay, so oh, this five plus three is eight. Okay, oh. so uh, you still get to attack it, but it is going to do another D12 of damage to you. Oh. Eight. Wolf. So you do eight damage. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, and actually, now that Billy has removed this back section, it's only going to do a D10. Okay. Six. Six. So the so the legs dig in deeper as you hack at it. Shit! Good God. And you split it right in the middle section like a bunch of machinery shatters. And the piece that Ving and Maggie are holding back uh-huh. breaks off Whoa. and drops to the ground. Gross. Yeah. Can I try to take apart some of the legs around Tuck? Yeah, totally. So it's defied Andrew Dexterity to get up on that part. <sighs> I got a five. Not great. Okay. So you... um. Like you start moving towards Tuck and Ving and Maggie where they're fighting mm-hmm. half of this thing mm-hmm. and the part that you just knocked off flips over onto its legs again <laughs> and it's now more like dog sized, but it rushes at you. Oh, geez. Yeah. And you see that like parts that you've broken uh-huh. uh, start like ejecting. Ooh. Oh my God. Like it's, it's removing broken parts of itself to make itself more mobile. Yeah. So do I have to take damage? Yeah, you do. So it's going to, so this is just a tiny section. So it's just going to do a D6. Six. It's really sharp. It tackles Billy to the ground and is like okay. holding him down and a bunch of spinning gears on the front, like cut into you. Ooh, oh my, my God. Fat cheeks. <laughs> oh no. I know. My cheeks. Can I fight with honor and roll to get some holds? So my sp- superior technique? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Plus con. 13. Yeah, so you get whatever billion points of ch- Ving Chi. Okay, I'm going to use my superior technique and I can deal damage to a foe within sight. So while I'm holding this thing off, I want to be able to do deal damage to the guy that jumped on Billy. Yeah. I can do that by the, the clog that you kicked over. I like flipped it up on my toes and like run it up. You know how like... Aladdin runs that apple and then catches it. Oh, yeah. He does this like Sick. like gets his clog to run up his body and yeah. then ninja stars it into the thing that's on Billy. Do you uh, mean cog? Clog is what I have been saying. Clog is yeah. a type it's of a shoe wooden of my people. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Bing has right, yeah, he's got his, his clogs on that yeah. he he left in the tent. <laughs> okay. And he <laughs> uses his wooden clog to get this uh, metal beast stuff. You're talking about the gear though, right? No, I'm talking about these shoes okay. that I made. All right. <laughs> Very well. So yeah, you just have to roll your damage. You spend the hold and then deal your damage. Great. And my damage is a D10 because I'm using the elements because I'm using my wooden claws. No, no, no. Claws of his people. Regular old damage. Nice try. (laughs) It's a D6. Two. Two. So, I mean, it's a small piece. So it's enough to, like the clog, (laughs) you kick your shoe up into your hand and then throw it at the- I hit it off my head. Doink. Yeah, you you headbutted at the little uh, Ottoman automaton <laughs> that's on top of Billy, 
and it is like knock free. Actually, in fact, this is a very small piece and you hit it and it flips over onto its side and it goes like pang pang and ejects and it becomes two even smaller pieces. Oh god. <laughs> but, but so now it's about each side each piece is about the size of like a microwave oven. Huh. But uh they're still mobile. Okay. Am I at all free? Uh I think your arms are free now. Okay. But my legs are still wrapped. Your legs are still wrapped with like a <laughs> lower oh, right, section of it. Cuz I was trying to get to it and I couldn't. Okay, Tuck yells to Billy. He's like, "Throw me one of those crystals." Um, the balls? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Call them by their name. I I say goodbye. I give it a kiss. Oh. Throw it at Tuck. So Tuck just takes the axe and then tries to slice through it to see if like the shockwave of magical energy will like kill this thing. EMP it. It's like, yeah, it's like an EMP, but made out of magic. Interesting. Because it's like me cutting a lithium battery in half, basically. If you do that, those shits will blow up. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, yeah, it's just interesting because there's zero precedent for this. You know what? Defy danger wisdom. Okay. You can do it. Because that is, because we're using this as a like, is this going to work kind of thing. Okay, here we go. Son of a fucking bitch. What the fuck? Eight. <laughs> okay. Hey. Yeah. So, so that means it is gonna kind of work, but there's gonna be a complication. <laughs> it blows me to hell. <laughs> oh, no, it's not like that. Like I'm not gonna let you guys basically create magic grenades. <laughs> you know what I bet it is? Is so you see the crystal arcing through the air and you swing at it. Yeah. And you do connect and it shatters because it is kind of a stone. Yeah. And whatever it was about, like, your axe blade striking the stone, there is, like, a bit of an explosive effect. Sick. Wow. You don't even see the force it creates. You Uh just see the effect that it has on the creature. Which is? You see light of a similar kind of bluish color that we're used to with, like, magic light Uh burst through a couple different spots on the body. Uh And that segment... The parts that aren't damaged do fall to the ground and they are motionless. They oh. like wind to a halt. I pictured yeah, like exactly. it's almost like instantly rusting it. Yeah, totally. So the segment around your legs falls away and there are parts of it that are trying to move. But for the most part, it looks like it's, if not destroyed, it's slowing down. Cool. Yeah. I pull it off of my body. Yeah. And I go, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and Maggie is trying to pull what's left of the top half off of Ving after he throws the clog. I'll use one of my holds of break free from the bonds just like oh, get yeah. off of me yep you're you're free billy has the safe open actually yeah you see the door is just a little bit open i'm gonna go to that and see if like there's something in there defy danger dexterity because the two really small segments are right next to you okay six Aid. Uh, okay <laughs> i get away from the one i'm at and then i go and stomp out these guys mm-hmm. yeah 10 yeah, so you're able to sweep one of them away. On the seven to nine, Billy, you can still go, but one of them is like skittering after you. That's fine. I will try to avoid it. Uh, how do you avoid it? I, um, I'm going to parkour off of the couch halves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Defy danger dexterity. Back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Ten. Okay, yeah, you give it the runaround. Uh-huh. You're doing some flips and tricks mm-hmm. off the shattered garbage, and it's trying to follow you, but every piece of the couch it grabs onto, like, it's crumbles stuck. underneath it, and yeah. yeah, its legs get stuck in the wood. Oh, yeah. yeah. So sick. Yeah. yeah. 
So it's far. also having trouble tracking you because it doesn't make sense how you could move this fast uh-huh. given how oh, chubs yeah, you are. Yeah, totally, yeah. It's Wait, like, what? Wait, why? Yeah, <laughs> and the smaller segments are much less effective and advanced than the bigger segments. So mm-hmm. it's just like, well, I can't, where is he? Yeah. And you, you climb up on the mantle and the door to the safe is just cracked open a tiny bit. Yeah, I'm hoping there's something in there that I can use to fight this thing. So you open the door well you grab the edge that's open and Uh you try to like tug it open and it opens in a very complicated and overly stupid way okay the door does open but it's like instead of just swinging it like folds in on itself and then unfolds again and i see what perel means (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly yeah yeah and inside is what's inside oh we have to decide yeah what do we think oh my god the pressure is huge I mean, if it were up to me, it would be more swag, but I know that's too intense. If it were up to me, it would be a pizone, but that's too intense. <laughs> <laughs> we can't introduce pizones into this setting, guys. What is a pizone? It's half pizza, half calzone, or <laughs> AKA just a calzone. calzone. I know what you're thinking. Isn't a calzone already a pizza? Well, calzone's already half a it's then it would just be half a pizza. <laughs> Jessica, your mind is actively blown. I'm just upset. <laughs> yeah, what's inside? What's inside this safe? Oh. What? I mean, this is like not useful for us at all, but you like you open it and it's like a portrait of him and Aquaria, Aquaria and Perel. It's just like his most special thing. Oh, just yeah. Sentimental shit. <laughs> just oh, garbage. I mean, I do I do like that. Yeah, that's like, actually like what would be what would he keep in this place? Yeah. So yeah. There's like an oil portrait. It's all some, cracked. It's all cracked, yeah. There's a bunch of like sealed envelope like envelopes with letters in them that he's definitely read a lot. Cute. Um it's the portrait has like, you know, university vibes, like oh, yep. first year, kind of yeah. like uh-huh. they're yeah. very young. Mm-hmm. I was going to say there's a sealed letter that he never sent. Yeah. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. And then there's just like, oh, you know, there's a ring and like a dried flower plant thing of some kind. I'll take that too for Ving. Yeah. And uh, underneath you, you hear as this thing starts. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to trap myself in the safe. It's it's just instinct. Yeah. A hidey hole is is literally the size of me and I squeeze myself in. Okay. 2d6 plus wisdom. Billy's body takes on a rectangle shape to feed into there. I got three. Uh, oh, no, back. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna use a fairy child. Oh, thank turn, God! To turn a failed roll into a seven to nine. Uh-huh. Okay, so you close the door, mm-hmm. and it's very complicated, even closing it from the inside. And as it's just about fully closed, you're like, "Wait, I'm gonna fucking lock myself in here." Oh, right. So you just like stick something in the gap, like you you jam one of the letters uh-huh. in the gap, just so the clasp doesn't close. But then the little segment starts pushing against the safe, like it's trying to get in, but it doesn't understand how to open the door. Mm. So you're safe in here. Mm-hmm. It's on the other side, but you're not locked in. But you just hear like clang, 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 and you see its little creepy like blade legs trying to stick in through the crack. I'm using one of my knives. I'm holding it shut, and I'm using my one of my knives to try to stab the legs. Of- <laughs> stabbing me, I'll stab yeah. at you. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that's tuck. what I'm saying to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna stab you. Uh, so tuck. Yeah, you've got this segment kind of shattered and not destroyed on the ground, but it look actually as you're watching it now that it's been slowed down you do see that it's still trying to eject damaged portions Ugh. but it is like 
really slowly moving its legs. I want to use an ear for magic. Okay. When you hear an enemy cast a spell, the GM will tell you the name of the spell and its effects. Take plus one forward when acting on the answers. Can I use that to figure out how this thing works? Based on what you saw when you hit it with the crystal blow, Mm -hmm. you can make some assumptions, yeah? Okay. um, That each part has some sort of magical fuel in Mm. it, but that when they are all connected, they sort of network and become more effective. But when they are separated, they are much, much less effective and stupider and slower. Okay. So you would guess that if they are separated, they are easier to destroy and you want to get whatever is inside their machinery. Okay. So the answer is probably brute force. All right. Well, (laughs) you came to the right restaurant is what he says to the thing because I'm serving up brute force steamed with a side of asparagus. (laughs) He licked his fingers and put them on his eyebrows. Smoothed down his eyebrows. I really thought that that uh, tagline was going somewhere uh, better, honestly. <laughs> All right, roll it. 2d6 plus strength. It's just laying on the ground in front of you. So. Yeah. There's another one that's attacking Ving, right? Uh, yeah, Ving and Maggie are struggling with a large section, and Perel has started to come back into the fight. Yeah. He's got a broom, and he's like bopping at one of the smaller ones. He's trying to, you can, you can see he's actually trying to turn it over onto its back. Oh, yeah. smart. Yeah. Smart guy. But I'm going to cut this one in half, see if I can get the power source Just out. roll your damage. It's not even moving. Okay, here yeah. we go. You're rolling 2d6. I said just roll your damage. Okay, well, 2d6 plus strength is uh, 12. <laughs> Are you not... Nice. Can I not be heard? Is <laughs> that what's going on right now? Is my he mic needs off? successes with the dice. <laughs> now yeah. I'm going to roll my damage. Uh, eight. <laughs> Great, yeah. Tight. Yes. Wow. Yep, and you, you just overhand swing. But now that it is here, you can choose to potentially expose yourself to damage of some kind for extra damage hell yeah i'll do that okay just like peeling it back with your fingers oh right yeah i get in there i get really close i don't try and protect myself at all because again there's no burning tree in here uh yeah so you can roll another d6 okay six okay so you smash the one in front of you to flinders (laughs) and you like get in there with you like you see a piece glowing and you reach down with your hand and rip it out Mm -hmm. and something drips onto you and you realize your hand is like burning. Ew. Uh, so you're going to. I mean, ow. <laughs> Ew. So you're going to roll. Um, I think that's just a D8. Okay. Five. Yeah. As your hand is just like seared by whatever oh, weird magical God. fluid is in here. Uh, but that kind of damage that you did with the D8 and or the D10 and the D6, mm-hmm. like you've got damage left over that you could just walk over and lay on the segment that Maggie and Ving are holding. Oh, yeah. Actually, Maggie yells out, Billy's in the safe! (laughs) Tuck, like, just walks up, and like he's grabbing a tarantula, he just, like, swipes (laughs) the pieces that are on the safe and crushes them and then rips the door off the safe. I've got like four knives in my hands. <laughs> and that's part of the damage I take is Billy right, swipes, just, swipes at you. I'm sorry. It's like, I it's thought, okay. It's okay. I thought you were the thing. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I figure out how to kill them. You take out this goo. <laughs> Whoa, your hand. Yeah, let me take that. He takes it. I put it in a mason jar. Well, Ving is still... Uh, gr- oh, no. Maggie, no. I guess, is just grappling with that remainder piece. Well, I wouldn't squish that other one. Remember, yeah. I broke free. So you're free. So Maggie is there. She's got one on the ground. Okay. And she's like just kind of stomping on any piece of it that she can get at. Nice. 
I come over there. Just just kill it. Just do whatever you got to do. You look like you're doing fine. She like is straining every muscle in her body. Her shirt's <laughs> been like ripped on the arm and she's bleeding from her cheek. Wow, it's just amazing seeing you in action just after just all these years. Stab it. Myself please. and all the fans have been waiting for this moment. She snatches your spear out of your hand and jams it up into the body. I got snake eyes. <laughs> She jams it into the body and a bunch of liquid spurts out of where she stabbed it and splashes onto your chest. Oh, God. Uh, roll a, what was it, a D8? D8, yeah. Four. Okay, so you take four damage as this liquid splashes onto you and burns away at your shirt and abs. God. Burns away his ab. Yeah, you get a little ab oh. burn. Oh, my God. And the thing is mostly destroyed as everybody just goes around and smashes the remaining parts. <laughs> It kind of turns into a fun party at that point. <laughs> yeah. And Perel is just like kicking at the one that he flipped over. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I was gonna say, having <laughs> Just <laughs> awful. Can't believe you actually made this thing <laughs> fucking terrible. Smash, smash, smash. And then quiet. <sighs> Wait, is the danger room still open? It's just dark. I'm going to put the toggles back on. <laughs> Ving unrolls like, it. Okay. Clasp, clasp, clasp. Maybe that was the only thing that was in there, though. Yeah, but this is Perel. But maybe it's still not open? Because, like, that was the thing that was supposed to keep people out. So I guess you can't just, it'd be silly to just have it and then be able to walk through into the rest of the place, right? I put my hand into the darkness. It just, like, follows where you're putting your hand. Like, it di- the hand disappears into, into like- the blackness, but it's, like, not shadow, it's just black. And then you pull it out and, and your hand's still there? And your hand's still there, yeah. Guys, check this out. I have no hand. Look at it. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Do it again. Stop. Put it in. No, 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 no. Stop. I, I grab the rotten gourd. <laughs> I throw the rotten gourd at it. <gasps> okay. And then Tuck's like, here, check this out. And then he shimmies the back of his body in. <laughs> so then it, only his head is sticking out. Whoa. It's like you're disappeared. <laughs> uh, Maggie is laughing and Perel just has his hands on his head. Ving goes over and he, he's like, okay, watch this. And he goes, oh, whoa. And he looks like he's tossing uh, Tuck's head back and forth. And then Tuck's moving his head oh, to oh, get, oh, get, get, get out of there, please. Why? Why? Get out of where? Whoa. Get out of there. Get out of there, please. We don't know what else is in there. Ving goes in and hides his head and then makes it look like his body is on Tuck's I, uh, head. Does Ving pass all the way through? No. Okay. <laughs> what right. do you see in there? In, Absolutely not. Oh, do you hear anything? The when head you put your head in. His in. head's in it. Yeah, it's total blackness. But I can hear him and I can speak. Yeah. Okay. You can. I Very see. Good. Absolutely. It's really cool. I see cold. Does that make sense? Billy sticks his head in too. <laughs> yep. Absolute pitch darkness. <laughs> wow. Oh, wait. No, Billy, here, stick your head in and we'll pretend my head is on your body. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, this looks good. God, I wish you just... Hello. <laughs> Burrell, take a picture. <laughs> right. Yeah, we stick our heads out like Alvin and the Chipmunk style. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hello. No. Get get out of there. Okay, okay. okay sorry. Okay. Close it, please. Okay. okay. Toggles, toggles, toggles. Oh. And then Tuck's like, oh, no. I dropped my library card in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. It's gone, Tuck. Your library card is gone. <laughs> that thing was awful. Oh, and Billy's patting around. Oh, <laughs> also, I found this letter in the safe. Oh. And he takes it, and it's sealed. And he goes, that's, this is Morse's seal. Why would he? I don't think I want to crack it open right now. Why? 
I don't know what it's going to say. And? I don't think I want to know. Do you want me to read it? No. Well, I'll... No. I can't read it. I can just open it for Brill you. holds it up <laughs> as Billy on. tries to get to it. No, get away. I found it. Yeah, but it's- I, I found it. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. I was a beneficiary <laughs> of Mortis's will and testament. It's mine. It might Fires be addressed keepers. to you. Who, what oh, it, it is. Say? It says, it's me. It's addressed to me. Does it? It says P and A. P and A. Who do you think P is? Piss. Piss. Monster. Fuck you. <laughs> 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 just we got we have other stuff don't we have to go we just fought this horrible fucking thing yeah he oh god but we're like invested in your relationship with morris oh in that case let me fucking flay myself in front oh, of there's you. other stuff in here it's you and morris and aquaria he's pointing into the safe what ring is this uh, it's just a ring that morris used to wear all the time it was like a like a trades ring kind of Ooh. <laughs> Thing slowly puts it on. I didn't mean to put it on that finger. <laughs> I put it on my middle finger. Just, yeah, whatever. Are we being mean to you, Perel? You don't know. You're not being mean. I know that this is just how you guys are. I'm sorry. And then Billy empties his pockets of the like dried flowers. And he's like, I was going to give these to Ving, but you can have them. Oh. Whoa. What are they? I don't know. Just a bunch of stuff I found in there. Perel? Yeah, no. These. This is a... Uh, like he picks up one of the flowers. It's like this is a um my god, what are they called? Marsh Dodger. This is a flower from the Riverways. Oh. This is where we 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 had a really nice day there a long time ago. Morris was acting like an asshole, acting like, oh, there's bugs everywhere. There's hey, I can't my, my boots are getting fucking muddy. He's being a real <laughs> prick about it, but was Morris I, from Pinewood? He was from the Firefields, yeah. And I guess he picked a flower. Didn't tell anybody. <laughs> Just dried it. Lame. Yeah. <laughs> what a loser, right? Anyway, I'm sorry about the danger room. I just got really excited. No, that's... It's okay. I don't think anybody... I honestly didn't... I'd seen sketches of this thing before, but I didn't think that Morris ever actually made one. I'm kind of... It was kind of cool to see, I guess, but horrific at the same time. He called them centripedes. He Ugh. thought that it was like the future of armed security. Oh, yeah. A bug? That's stupid. Yeah. 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 It was. What, what can a bug possibly do? Tuck says, and he's shredded. <laughs> <laughs> Bleeding. There's like so a much. little puddle of blood underneath him, and a big puddle of blood coming out of him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's just, you know what? And he walks over to one of the pieces and he starts kicking it. And he kicks it over to the entry to the danger room. Oh, yeah. And kicks it into the darkness and just starts kicking all the pieces through the doorway. I've gathered up some of the goo. Just throw it in there. No, I'm keeping this goo. Oh, okay. That's what I do. Sure. Do you know what this goo is? Yeah, it's like a thalamic transference fluid. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how much good it'll be now that it's out of the, out of the thing, but... You'd be surprised how often this stuff doesn't come up again. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like all of Ving's many, many Sh Schrodinger's mason jars. What did he keep? What did he not? Nobody knows. Oh, man, I need a forever jar. <laughs> I mean, now you've got your... Because remember, the tent functioned as a bag of holding. Right. So I now forgot. you can shove all your shit in here. Yeah. Slash Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. An Airbnb bag of holding. <laughs> <laughs> Airbnb and B and H. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the... Room is there. You could continue to investigate this pitch black magical darkness. But also, what else are we doing? 
Well, I I think we should kind of clean this shit up a bit and mm-hmm. just push all this broken shit into the into the danger room. Yeah. Also, that's a oh, great no. Now garbage. you guys just have a garbage <laughs> room. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say that's probably what it is. Yeah, I what think this, so. This is just a forever compactor. Yeah, we also haven't really had an opportunity, like, because there's no bathroom in here. Oh, Remember, God. we were having to shit in that bucket, and now we can just put the shit in the danger. Oh my yeah, God! Or you can, if we just uh, stick our dinglings and bum bums out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> we could just shit great. into the yeah. void. Yeah. Don't shit and or piss it's directly into an extra thalamic space. I go get the commode and put it right next to the space. <laughs> Billy is already taking a little wee wee. Oh in God! <laughs> it's like oh. an arc. Can we all take a family piss in the woods, but into the? <laughs> this is great. Uh, well, I mean, isn't our next step go to the north? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Now that we've finished uh, shitting and pissing into a magical darkness. What do you mean finished? finished. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, you guys are all suddenly surprised by the appearance of a massive bird's head sticking into the tent. I heard a commotion. <laughs> so you waited for about half an hour after the commotion? Well, to be honest, someone told me about the commotion after I'd arrived. <laughs> I'd gone out for my morning scout, and I'd arrived late. But everything's all right. Everyone is, ooh, you look, oh, Tacoma. Yes. You look damaged. <laughs> I am. Mm. Very, very Interesting. Very. Quite damn it. Come here to me. Let me see if I can aid you. Okay. And he bends down and his big, long, pointy bird tongue pokes out and he starts licking all your wounds. Whoa. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, it's very ticklish. I mean, this is what I do when I'm injured. <laughs> so I think that this should help. For Ving, this feels insane. <laughs> like, his is like, yeah. watching the tongue gently lash Tuck's rippling muscles. This is doing things. <laughs> is it healing? I mean, in over a period of days or weeks, it should aid in the healing process. Magical. <laughs> it's kind of just drinking my blood at this point. <laughs> Your blood is delectable. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but, be that as it may, what now? Do you wish to travel northward? Yes. We're, we all just got really well rested. We're all ready to go back up to full HP. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Excellent. Then, when you are prepared, please join me in the outside world. Hop. And Perel actually goes, wait, wait, wait. I remember how this works. I'm going to stay in here. Ah. Oh, okay. And Maggie's like, ah, what? No. What, what, should I stay in here? Should I? I I'm- mean... Up to you. Yeah, I'm going to ride a bird. And she comes out. <laughs> she just starts walking outside. And Perel settles in. He grabs a book off the shelf and cozies up. Oh, yeah. wow. just like, I love ah. that. All right, tell me when we're there, I guess. <laughs> you know what? Don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a tea. <laughs> oh, man, I miss this thing so much. <laughs> um, the only change is Billy's not allowed to carry the fanny pack because he's the one who lost it last time. And that is a that is a thing that Billy has imposed on himself. Yeah, I was going to say, we are like, no, we trust you. You can. I can't do it again. I can't let you down again. Yeah, we're standing on the cliffside and the fanny pack's been folded up and Billy's just holding it out. <laughs> Someone much more responsible and capable than me must carry it. And Tuck pushes Ving to the ground and grabs it. <laughs> <laughs> and he stuffs it in his little backpack. We're really teaching him awful habits. 
You're putting a fanny pack in your backpack? Yeah, I'm not going to wear this thing. I'm not a fucking nerd. <laughs> Puts it in tiny leather oh. backpack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're standing on the cliff, and Gail and Cloud Piercer stand before you, preparing to carry you towards the north and the glacial tower of Adernak Allwater. Hey, hey, Gail. Hi. It's good to see you again. Sorry, I had a whole fish in my throat just there. <laughs> Hurry, did you have a good day? Yeah, it's I I yeah, pretty good day. Nice, nice, yeah. nice, nice. Thanks for giving us a ride. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. You look, you don't have to make it weird. Look, we slept together. <laughs> and uh You what? Yeah, we slept in the same he shared a nest with me. I look at Cloud Piercer. Yeah, they slept in the same nest. It is a very vulnerable thing for a Thunderbird to do. <laughs> oh, I see. The, the the human the human languages the double entendre hmm. might be at risk here. There was no sexual contact. <laughs> no. You don't you don't have to scream that. There was no sexual contact. And that echoes off the cliff. Contact, <laughs> contact. sexual, sexual. That wasn't even the last word he used. <laughs> the first <laughs> word. <laughs> and then a bunch of words he did not say. It was like Tuck did not have sexual yeah. congress with a bird. Even In Sheer City, everybody looks towards the mountains as the word sexual, sexual. sexual. And, then, and then like half an hour later it reaches old Sheer. Yeah. <laughs> It cuts to Oleander at the mill as his his ship is being stands up and looks to the skies. Yeah, I was gonna say Storm and Norman knocks his head (laughs) to the east. But also, you you have to understand Thunderbird. Like you have to be able to speak to animals. So it sounds like a bird cry. But anybody, any druid was like, "Duh." Fuck was yeah, that? Uh, what they Savarna do? hears that on Hibernia. She's like, "That's I know who that is." That's about to. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's no way it's not. Uh, All right, everyone, we can agree now that it was not sexual. Sexual, sexual, sexual. sexual. You gotta stop saying that word, dude. Now mount up, and we will begin. Mount, mount, <laughs> mount, mount. Sexual mount, and we will begin our journey northward. I get on Gail's back. Settle in there, big boy. Oh God, you, what are you doing? What do you mean? Just get on. I'm get. I'm on. Get in there. What? Stop. You gotta stop doing this. Stop doing what? I'm a bird. <laughs> I have no frame of reference for what's making you uncomfortable. <laughs> I I look back and I'm like, does anyone want to ride with me? <laughs> sure. And I, I grab onto Gail's foot. Hop aboard, little boy. Thank you. All right. Now. And she looks to Cloudpiercer, who nods. Yes, we begin. And he spreads his wings and takes to the skies. Sick. Is Maggie on Cloudpiercer? Yeah, Maggie's on Cloudpiercer with Vang, and then Billy and Tucker on Gale. And they take to the skies. Oof. High up. Uh, Gale is a little bit faster than Cloudpiercer, so she is pulling ahead. But you get at a comfortable clip. Uh, Billy's eyes are watering yeah. so much. <laughs> Tuck's wearing glasses so that he, he oh, yeah. his eyes don't water. Nice. Billy Billy sees Tuck wearing glasses. He's like, oh yeah. And so he puts his little <laughs> binoculars on. Oh, and it works. And it helps. Yeah, of course his it does. flight Googles. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you, you, you're carrying on through the skies. You're above the cloud cover. So there is just like brilliant blue above you. The sun shines in the sky, you know. The clouds continue on for miles around. Cloudpiercer says, we can fly above the cloud cover for a short period of time, but 
throne breakers flock may be anywhere in these skies, so mm. we're, we'll have to descend below the line to stay out of their sight. Okay, sounds good. But we must avoid the eyes of the human folk. Not that we are a secret, but also, you know, we kind of freak them out. <laughs> <laughs> Perilous Wilds. All right, so we're going to, you know, you fly for a couple hours, the wind whipping at you, but the brilliant sun in the sky warming your skin mm-hmm. against the ice cold air of the upper atmosphere. <laughs> it gets to the point where Cloud Piercer and Gale are kind of like soaring back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like they get very comfortable and they're just like, whoo like dipping their wings into the clouds and pulling up streamers of condensation behind them. Cool. Mm. They just seem to be enjoying themselves and enjoying the presence. And Ving, you feel a feeling of contentment wash over you from Cloud Piercer. Yeah. It seems like he's he's remembering better days when you guys were together. Mm. Also, Ving is brought to a, a wonderful memory of him and Shia. Oh, yeah. And Tuck is thinking about how many people here might think he fucked this bird. <laughs> Hey, I just want to make it super clear that we definitely did not have any sort of mating contact. You gotta stop talking about this, Gale. Why, do you not want me to clarify the situation? You're clarifying it so much that everyone's thinking about it. Oh, God, you humans. Yeah, don't worry about it, all right? It's just, it's all cool. Okay. All right. Watch me check out, check him out. I'm gonna put the afterburners on. And she flaps really hard and jets forward oh, for a moment. And then Tuck a goes, Woo! Yeah. And Cloud Piercer's just like, fucking show off. And then he flaps really hard. Uh, Billy's sitting up there thinking about taxes. He's like, I wonder how many taxes Pearl got from me. It's probably a lot of taxes. How long was Billy paying taxes for? Quite a while, you know, definitely since McCall, at least. We lived in McCall for a long time. I wonder what I could have done with all those taxes instead. And then he's like starting to get mad. He's like, you know, there I was at all day breakfast and all these taxes I paid could have paid for all my all day breakfast. Perel. <laughs> you owe me breakfast. That was a real slow burn on you getting mad about this. Yeah. That's great. Perel. Uh, and at this point, Cloud Piercer and Gale nod to each other and they begin their descent through the clouds. Oh. And your vision is blurred for a moment as you enter the gray cover and you are freezing. Jeez. It's so cold in these clouds. Oh, gosh. And you come down and you see glittering off to your left the shore of the Sea of Graves in the distance and uh, the mountains on the right and tundra all around, boreal forests, though small copses because you get this far north and even trees have trouble growing. Mm. There's a lot of dead plant life and you see like a herd of massive shaggy animals pondering across the plains below you. Are they rhinoceros? They are rhinoceros. Glittering horns of transparent ice on their heads, just traveling in a herd across the tundra. Yeah, cool. They say their horns have magical powers. Who said it? The 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 people. The you heard about it. The you know, and the druids and stuff. They talk about it. Oh, okay. Should we should we go get should we go get them? No, 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 no. (laughs) Leave them be. And then you guys look over to Tuck, and he's like magical powers (laughs) and he does like a hard dick gesture with his arm maggie puts her hand up to her ear what and then (laughs) 
screams, it gets you hard. And all all across the north, echoing sexual, 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 (laughs) ricocheting back off the mountains. Uh, How does the echoes work? This doesn't make sense. (laughs) And at this point, we are going to undertake a perilous journey. So we need someone to navigate and someone to scout ahead. Can I scout ahead? Yeah. Okay, cool. Absolutely. So it's 2d6 plus wisdom. Okay. Sweet 11. Fuck yeah. Uh, And then we need somebody to navigate. I'll navigate. All right. 2d6 plus intelligence. Uh, uh, Eight. Perfect. Uh, So on a scout ahead on a 10 plus, you choose two from the list below. One, you get the drop on whatever lies ahead. You discern a beneficial aspect of the terrain, such as a shortcut shelter or tactical advantage. You make a capital D discovery or note a sign of a capital D danger. Yeah, the first two. So I want the drop on what lies ahead mm-hmm. and the short tactical advantage of some kind. And then uh, Ving mm-hmm. on a seven to nine, the GM chooses one from the list below. Uh, you happen upon a capital D discovery missed by the scout. Uh, the going is slow or you wander off course or you encounter a danger. Whether or not you're surprised depends on whether the scout has the drop on it which he does. Billy spots it long before anybody else does with the help of his binoculars. Mm. And as you're coming up, Billy, you see the shape resolving of two ships traveling towards the Jaws. Humans. (gasps) Humans. (laughs) (laughs) Billy's always laughing at Gail's voice. (laughs) What is it, Gail? There's human boats up here. And uh, they tuck back up into the clouds a little bit to kind of stay out of sight Mm -hmm. just into the tip of the gray yeah exactly and uh as you get closer maggie kind of you ving you feel her grip onto your shoulder and she leans forward Mm. and you hear her say in her ear no fucking way who is it who's the boat it's a clear water one of them is the clear water (gasps) oh shit oh fuck who stole that again the pirates I don't know, but I know that that one's the fucking clear water. Can I discern realities? Yeah, you can discern realities. 2d6 plus wisdom. Six. Same one want aid? Yes, yeah. I'll aid. Yay. I'll, I'll aid by helping you by like grabbing you and yeah. then popping you out beneath the cloud. <laughs> Beautiful. You. 2d6 plus bond. 11. Oh, uh, yeah. So you get a seven. So you get one question. Um, Who's really in control here? So, Billy, you see a ship kind of sailing off the side and a little bit in front of the clear water and the boat itself is very pretty there is a lot of like ornamentation like gold inlay and like very fancy, pretty fancy figurehead on the front fancy figure <laughs> uh and everybody on the ship is wearing like very bright colors they're wearing costumes <laughs> <laughs> and there is a lot of ornate like there's a lot of fabrics and different kinds of decoration on the deck of the ship itself it's like a party boat <laughs> is the other one victoria leblanche's boat <gasps> so it's a grad boat is there any like logos because we remember we said victoria leblanche's lo- like logo is like the louis vuitton mm-hmm. victoria leblanche's merchandise Merch. has a v and It'd an l awesome though if her flag was like that there's a there's a flag flying from the top of the mast. There's that, the pirate flag that looks exactly like a shirt <gasps> that you saw a guy wearing in the fort. And then and then the other flag has the pointy letter, and then another pointy letter, but the one that is like this. And then Billy shoots his hand up. Oh, <laughs> Billy's oh. little finger and thumb yeah. come up through the a clouds. Backwards L. Yeah, or a seven. <laughs> yeah, it's seven but upside down. Victoria LeBlanc. It's Victoria LeBlanc. 
the sexiest of all the pirates I've never bedded. <laughs> oh my God. What does this mean? Who is this Victoria LeBlanc? Oh, Gail is jealous. No, this is Cloud Piercer. I know, okay. I don't care who Victoria LeBlanc is personally. I don't give a fucking shit. <laughs> I don't care about your stupid boat. I can fly. It sounds like you care a lot. I don't. I don't care. Oh! <laughs> so what? Should we fucking destroy their ships? No, Victoria LeBlanche, what's her deal? Is she's like... She's like one of like the top pirates. Is she like a pirate that sold out? No, she no, didn't. No, the opposite. Oh. opposite. The, the captain's council in Fort Forfrost wanted her to join and she refused. Mm-hmm. Cool. She loves like doing her own thing yeah she's very flashy but she is mostly known for being a very feared pirate cool a very flashy ostentatious person sick oh are we gonna like try to get the clear water back like i fucking hope so but that's my goddamn boat wait isn't this kind of a waste of time though because like we're on our way to the the thing that we're doing we're gonna be in there in like an hour yeah maggie think about it okay Think about this. Wicker is on that boat. <gasps> oh my god. We got <laughs> Billy jumps. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, Billy jumps and uh <laughs> Billy jumps. <laughs> Billy jumps? Yeah. Okay, Billy begins jumps? plummeting yeah. through oh, the skies. God. <laughs> Tuck jumps. Oh no. Bing jumps backwards. <laughs> and, and, uh Gail looks at Cloud Piercer and Cloud Piercer nods. nods. Yeah. And Gale dives right through the clouds, and she is rocketing past you like a peregrine falcon. Wicker! And she spreads her wings and catches both of you. No! What the fuck are you doing? Let me, let me at her. We're gonna go get, we're gonna go do it, but you don't have to kill yourself first. Oh. Let's make a plan. Billy, you can't just jump up. Off of a Thunderbird. (laughs) As he passes, yeah, Billy. (laughs) Cloud Piercer rockets past you to go and catch me. (laughs) Are we we just going? Is that what what, what we're doing? Are we attacking these boats? Uh, We can be smarter than this a little bit. I mean, now that you've both dived below cloud cover on two massive birds, they've probably seen you. Cut to the deck of the ship. Yeah. Ah, Captain... (laughs) There's a gigantic fucking bird. (laughs) And we see the back of a head. (gasps) Long blonde ringlets turn and look up. A big floppy hat with a huge feather on it. And then we cut back to the birds. Whoa, teaser. Yeah. Stop the press. Who was that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, what are you guys doing? What's the plan? What if we just try to, like, look super cool and then just ask for the boat back. Yeah. Because, like, Victoria LeBlanc uh-huh. is, like, into, like, showmanship. True. And Cloud Piercer can perform. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, what if we, like, do a cool fucking thing? Put on a little show stop. And then just tell her, hey, give us back our fucking boat. Take it away from wh- whatever fucking loser has it. Because he's probably a little fucking... Split. Dingling. Dingling. <laughs> <laughs> Took us all the way to get to dingling, huh? Uh, yeah, this is a plan. 
So let's just... Is this a dumb plan? Because this is literally just the first thing I, I thought of. the greatest plan. Yeah, no, I mean, dumb if, plans are our, are our best plans. <laughs> I mean, I think trying to get her attention first is a good... That's a good move. Don't mm-hmm. have to think too much beyond that right now. Yeah. yeah. We just want to fucking look cool as shit. I could light myself on fire. Oh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's pretty sick. Cool. You know what? I'll, I'll come back as like a phoenix because I'll, 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 I can uh, elementally build myself up into fire and fly through the sky a little I bit. I love that. Yeah. Okay. And I have this. And he pulls out a music bottle and he uncorks it and it's sabotage. Oh, great. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Can't, we can't escape this song. Why would you want to? Yeah. It's a great point. Okay, then uh, someone's going to have to roll something and describe to me what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're all down there on the ship. Why don't I try and uh, I have Storm to quiet and set the stage? Oh. That's to be like, so they're like ship and there's creaking and there's waves and they're like, ah, da, 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 da. And they're like, look, but if we like build basically like a sound studio around them and quiet, like surround them in gray mist, yeah, yeah. make it quiet and set the parameters of our stage. I uh-huh. like that. And we can actually use the Thunderbirds to pull a storm-ish kind of thing yeah. in to like make them feel like isolated, like it's yeah. like an immersive experience. Oh, we could do like a, a real... Uh, Three Amigos style thing where we're like fighting off the Thunderbirds because oh. they've already seen the Thunderbirds. What oh. if we come in as the heroes and like get out of here, damn Thunderbirds? That's We've a saved good idea. You. That is a, good, a idea. good idea. Yeah. So how are you doing it? I'm set. I, I just to start. I'll storm. set the stage. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think storm. that's two d six plus what? Con. Con. Eight. So on a seven to nine with Eye of the Storm uh, affects only what I touch as long as you are touching it. Oh. Yeah. So what would that? How would that limit you? I'd have to land on the boat. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't want to land on on fire and sink their boat. <laughs> no, uh, but you could, like, fly in as a phoenix and then land land on it. And, and ashes then, and rise from the ashes. And then rise from the ashes and then do the Paul Bettany from A Knight's Tale thing. Right. Where you are on the boat and then all of a sudden, like, the wind dies down and you go, My lords. Yeah. My ladies. <laughs> are you not entertained? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Wait, what, what else are we going to do? Well, I think Billy... T- Tuck and Maggie are going to pretend to fight the Thunderbirds. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Or we'll ride one of the Thunderbirds and pretend to fight the other yeah. one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're so explaining this on, to we'll, Gale and Cloud Piercer. Yeah. We'll ride on Gale. That's easier. And then Cloud Piercer is like super stoked to act. To, like yeah. Like a bad one. Yeah. You act like one of the bad Thunderbirds. Me? And, yeah. The villain. <laughs> uh, all right. I love it. And then get like lightning, pull the storm around their ships yes. so they feel mm-hmm. scared and get lightning to strike nearby. Okay. And Gail, you're going to buff your wings like this and make yeah. a big wind, guys. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And then you guys like fight with lightning and we'll be on your backs doing stuff. Can you guys do that thing <laughs> where you lock your talons and you spin in the air? Oh. We can try. We yeah. can try. As long as no one will get hurt. <laughs> well, I can't promise that, Ving. <laughs> Uh-huh. I am a powerful creature. <laughs> Gail laughs. And Gail's like, and I'm horny as fuck. <laughs> I'm a bird. I can't be horny. It's not possible. Is there a yes, horny, no? <laughs> All I want is crackers. <laughs> and I, you know what? I'm going to be totally honest. This is the most thought we've ever put into anything in the entire it's podcast. It's kind of baffling. Like, I don't know what to do because you're all thinking about it so much. We'll take it from here. Shut <laughs> 
Should I? Oh, <clears throat> yep. Should I use like Willow the Wisps to add lights and effects? Yes, yeah, oh, totally. Because yeah. you, you can create convincing illusions. Yes. Oh my, we're Mysterioing. Oh. We're Mysterioing. Oh, so you don't even have to create the storm. Billy can just make an illusory storm around you. No, but you. to make it feel real, yeah. right. to add real danger, so the bike no, no, boats no. might sink. No, but like, okay, because I can, I can use Willow the Wisps to create magical, like minor magical light effects. And then I can also create a convincing illusion with Fairy Child mm-hmm. to make it like, I don't know, more dramatic, yeah, more totally. intense. Yeah. 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 So maybe we'll make the lightning with the yeah. convincing illusions. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then we'll use the Will of the Wisps to make like. I'll pretend like, pretend like light weapons. Right. Yeah. And we can also use it to create mood lighting on the ships. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. I like it. Uh, okay, so Vang and first t- roll elemental text, form. Text like, and I can use this bottle of music I have. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. I thought Tuck was pretending to fight. Yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah. But also, I have war cry. So yeah. when I enter a battle with a show of force, a shout, a rallying cry, or a battle dance, roll plus charisma on a 10 plus, take plus one forward against. Cool. That's yeah. great. Yeah. And, and our enemies feel fear and act accordingly, which is what we want. Which is Victoria yeah. LeBlanche. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Smart. So these are these are a lot of great ideas, and you guys are refusing to roll dice when I tell Big you to roll. Right. No, we're, so we're, we're doing it. We're like we said, we're planning this for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Ving, ha- wait. Now hold on. Okay. So Ving has to shapeshift because he needs to land on the deck to start the whole charade. Yeah. We just made it too complicated. I'm realizing because there's oh, <laughs> no shit. There's a, <laughs> there's a series of dependencies now. Yes. That all yeah. 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 Roles where you guys yeah, specifically yeah. were like. These are the moves that we have to use. Yes. And all of the failures that are about to happen. All right. So Ving is going to elemental ma- ele- t- take an elemental form of a phoenix. Yeah. Great. Yes! Perfect. I've got 12. Great start. So that's three hold. Yep. You sheathe yourself mostly in moonlight, as was established. Yeah. But it's so fierce. It's like white, hot, yeah. welding yeah. light. Like it's like. Yeah. Pig welding white. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you're a, you're a, a brilliant white bird. Just a star, a falling star, oh. as if a star falls towards us. Yeah. <laughs> See the pirate's voice. Yeah. Captain, says if a star falls toward us. <laughs> <laughs> and with the dampening, the dampening and the quiet. Yeah, and the 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 dirt, like dirt, clouds dirt, dirt, moving dirt. it. Yeah. The the white light. Fades back, bam, on the thing. Hits land the, deck. The, 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 the hands, the superhero landing. Yeah, skids along the deck, comes to a stop, moonlight flaking off of him. and Burst into wild flames uh-huh. first. <laughs> We're like, ow! Oh, blue and, hot. And a bunch, a bunch of swords are out and pointed at you. Boom! Down to the ground, an ashen lump of a man falling, flames darted. <laughs> flames out. Uh-huh. Uh, rise slowly, clusterly, clustered with like little clumps of ash, naked from this pile. <laughs> nice. <laughs> now stand fast, whoever you are. You have came upon the deck of Victoria La Blanche. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Where am I? You are upon the wet net. The vessel of the most feared pirate in all of the Sea of Graves, Victoria LeBlanche. Uh, and she steps forward. She's got, uh, what is she wearing? She's got- Oh my gosh, she's got- Long, curly, blonde hair. A lace, big f- 
lace up heels or heel oh, boots yeah. lace all the up way heels. to her thighs. Yeah, all the way up to, and underneath that is just like leather breeches. So it's leather from toe to waist. And she's wearing a silk sarong over that. So it flows in the wind. Yep, totally. Then oh, what's her shirt situation? I'm imagining a billowy white shirt, like a pirate. Oh, but it's like silk and it's like really low cut. Yeah. Super yeah. hot. With the crisscrosses laces. Yeah. Off yeah. her shoulders. Yep. Yeah. A cape of some kind, perhaps, or no cape. Uh, Maybe a shoulder straps, cape? Yeah, the sh- straps are attached to a shoulder cape that cool. are also silk and yeah. they fly in the wind. Oh, I like and it then, a lot. Uh, long blonde hair in curls, a maroon hat that like uh, flops down on one side and up on the other side, giant ostrich feather. What's like face situation? What's like makeup? Does she have an eye patch? Beauty mark. Oh, she's oh, got she- like uh, stars painted all down her face. Oh, her cool. cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then at her hip, she has like a jeweled rapier. (laughs) (laughs) I knew Abdul was waiting for something. You beat me. Uh, You're on the wet net. The vessel of the most feared privateer in all of the Sea of Graves. Victoria Leblanche. What realm have I landed in? This realm? I do not know its name, but I know that it is my helm. And it will be... Sword out. Your grave... If you do not speak fast, visitor. I come with a great warning and a kind of like a watch this vibe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. The things that Ving are saying leads me, Sean O'Hara, to believe he may have already forgot the plan. (laughs) Do you you remember the plan? Yeah, that they're going to where I'm here to, to, to be like, you are in great danger. You know not how close to death you are. Hold fast in these waters. Let the seas calm around you. I have stilled the winds upon your sails. For heroes approach. For heroes approach. <laughs> he looks up. He hears talk. For heroes approach. Thunder. Whoa. And then a crack of lightning. <laughs> and Billy's up there like doing his thing. <laughs> yeah. I just imagine him like. He's like pew pew. And then, and then he. Uh, winds up his hand and he throws out one of his will-o'-the-wisp balls. Nice. Yeah. It hits, it hits a cloud piercer. It makes a shadow in the, cloud. yes. in the clouds. Of oh, a giant beak. Yeah. And then, oh, this huge, like, oh, yeah. from the ships. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everybody be- on the deck ducks and goes, yeah. except for LeBlanche. She doesn't move an inch. Yeah. Ving snuffs out all their flights, all their braziers and candles. Ooh. Yeah. Swords clatter to the wood. Yeah. And then we, we feel like an eerie glow from like some of the mood lighting that Billy yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> Like yeah. Tuck on the top in the clouds on the bird is getting scared. <laughs> uh, Billy sends down a, a fake lightning down to the just near the boat oh, to yeah. spook him. Yeah. So loud. And Cloud Piercer dives out of the clouds. And all, everybody that can understand Cloud Piercer <laughs> hears him go, Hark! For now comes your doom! And Ving's like, Hark! For now comes your doom! <laughs> and he gets really low to the water, and the water's like shooting up around him yes. from the force oh, of his air. So yeah. cool. Yeah. And he passes right by the boats, and they all tip on their sides almost Whoa. from the force of his passing. And he swoops around, and everybody dives out of the way. And comes wheeling around just on the inside edge of the like storm bubble that you've created, going, I am death on the wind! I am destruction incarnate! And then Gale comes out of the other side and goes, 
Nuh-uh. <laughs> Wait, no, I gotta do her voice. Nuh-uh. <laughs> and Tuck and Billy are on the back of Gale. Yeah. And Billy, yeah, I, Tuck is like doing a crazy war cry with this song in the background. Got uh -huh. a huge, like, ball of light surrounding his axe. Yep. And, and I'm throwing I, lightning all over the place. It looks like it's charging a crazy amount of electrical energy, and I'm about to do my fucking war cry. That's 13. <laughs> okay, And yeah. I go, as the song goes, Wah! I go, Wah! And I shoot this fake lightning at Cloud Piercer. <laughs> Which hits him straight on, and he flips in the air and starts falling through the sky. He plucks feathers out of his chest. <laughs> yeah, with his own talons. Yeah. Pulling his feathers out as they flow through, and he goes, I have been struck by death blow! <laughs> I must retreat from the force of these mighty heroes! And he flips onto his side and recedes, dives back into the clouds. And I, I touch my hand to my chest, have my eyes closed, and like, he is slain. And then... Thing starts clapping. To clapping, and I realize I'm I'm still naked. And uh, Gale comes down and flaps above all the ships and lands on the front of Victoria's ship, and it like tips in the water. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> Stay back, everyone. Look out, everybody. I'm dangerous. Don't get too close. <laughs> she just tips forward, and we tumble off yeah. of her yeah. back. Flips you up, and Maggie lands on the deck with you. Yeah. She's. Maggie is stonily quiet. Oh, right, because it's her ship. And uh, Victoria LeBlanche stands before you. Uh, <coughs> your, your grace, it is I, one of your saviors. <laughs> Billy's really nervous, so uh, he's doing his extra mayor voice. Uh -huh, totally. <laughs> ah, an incredible display that was of heroics and martial prowess. Bows. <laughs> So I wish she didn't bow down like that. Um, excuse me, madam, for our hero here. He needs respite. What is your name, little bear? My name is Fet. Fat William. <laughs> I am Victoria Leblanche, and she holds out her hand with like it's glittering with rings. <laughs> Billy uh, takes one. Ta yeah, <laughs> takes one. Are these for everybody? <laughs> Thank you. She smiles, and you. She holds her hand out to Ving. I am the Spirit Walker, the fallen star on ships afar. Ah, Spirit Walker. I've heard your name. On the lips of many around the world. And you, large warrior. Hi. <laughs> she holds out her hand. Will you marry me? <laughs> she she smiles. <laughs> she, the ring from what? Yeah, yeah, the ring that the ring that Billy stole. Yeah. He yeah. From me. They slip it back on. She smiles. And takes her hand out of your hand and kind of runs her hand down your cheek and says, Yours is not the first proposal I have received and not the last I will refuse. Okay. Victoria Leblanche, a pleasure to meet you. Brutal. Okay. And, and she moves to Maggie and says, <laughs> Who is next for me to meet? And Maggie is standing there stonily silent. And you all kind of know what's about to happen before yeah. it happens. Her hand clenches. 
Her arm is like shaking. She wheels back and punches Victoria right in the chin. <gasps> oh, shit. And she takes it and there's silence. And Victoria, one hand resting on the pommel of her sword, dabs away a little bit of blood at the corner of her mouth with her thumb and says, Maggie Kerl, it has been quite some time. And that's where we're going to end it for this week. <laughs> Whoa. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Tacoma Dome to Barbarian Abdul Aziz. So long, everybody. Playing Ving the Half-Elf Druid, Paul Oppers. Take care. Playing Fat Billy the Halfling Thief, Jessica Tai. Bye, everyone. <laughs> uh, thank you to Aaron Reed for our intro and outro music. You can find all of Aaron Reed's personal music at aaronreed.bandcamp.com and all of the spelt lore music produced on the show by Aaron uh, at soundcloud.com. Thank you to all of our amazing Patreon supporters around the world. You can support the show at patreon.com slash speltlore or speltlore.com slash money, please, to get access to a whole bonus campaign, bonus content, audio stuff, world building, writing, merch. We actually just started a new merch partnership for our $25 and up patrons with Fantasy by Numbers. So every quarter you get incredible custom-made merchandise from our, the fine, fine folks at Fantasy by Numbers. And we also just uh, opened a section in their shop that is just uh, Spelt Lord designs. Yes. Designed by Jessica. Yep. On uh, wooden pins. Mm -hmm. uh, Bookmarks. Bookmarks. Advent calendars. There's advent calendars right now for Christmas. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, check that out at fantasybynumbers.com. Or speltlord.com slash merch. Mm -hmm. And uh, thank you to all of you for listening. We'll see you next time. And so ends the tale of adventures three Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be For times abreast in revelry And though our journey may be like a conclusion We will not leave you next week to hear some more whilst you commute or do your chores and for you I'd gladly